Are you an introverted woman who knows she's ready to lead at a higher level? Are you tired of watching less qualified coworkers get promoted above you? Do you dream of getting to the executive suite to make a bigger impact and increase your income, but the thought of forced networking and endless small talk makes you want to crawl back into bed with a good book? Well, I have amazing news. You can get to the top your way. You're invited to join me in my free masterclass, How to Get Promoted to the Executive Suite Using Your Introvert Superpowers. I'm hosting it on February 22nd at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. You'll get 90 minutes of powerful strategies to unlock your executive potential without pretending to be someone you're not or jumping from company to company. I'll be sharing the same proven strategies I use to secure four executive promotions and my clients have used too. If you're ready to ditch the doubt and claim your rightful place at the leadership table, reserve your free spot for my masterclass, how to get promoted to the executive suite using your introvert superpowers. Use the link in the show notes to sign up and I'll see you there. Welcome to the Leading Her Way podcast. I'm Dr. Nicole Bryan, and I am your host, and I am super excited once again to be here with you this week. There's been a number of things that have happened in January, and I don't know about you, but I am wondering where the heck all of the time went. It literally feels to me like I was just at a New Year's Eve party celebrating the new year coming in, and now we're in February. Where did the time go? Clearly, I've been working hard because I am truly dumbfounded in terms of how quickly time has passed. But one of the things that I've been thinking about these last couple of days is reflecting just on the last 30 days, just on January, primarily because like many people, I started off the new year with a bang. Like I was very focused. I had my goals in mind for what I wanted to accomplish in 2024. And most of those goals, actually 99% of those goals still apply. But what I have found in the past in prior years is that I would start the new year off really strong. And then by week three or week four, I would fall off. Luckily this year, I haven't done that but I still wanted to pause and actually look and compare what I've been doing on a day-to-day basis with the goals that I set for myself at the outset of the, of the year. I would encourage you to do that as well because I think many of us realize or already know that over time, if we're not deliberate about focusing on what we're doing and how we're doing it and where we're spending our time, As time passes, it can be very easy to get distracted and to kind of fall off and fall away from the priorities that we originally set for ourselves. Life happens, right? Life be lifing, as people are saying these days. And that's the reality. But if you make it a practice for you yourself to always come back uh, and always kind of reflect and ask yourself those tough questions in terms of, what you want versus what is actually happening, then you can monitor yourself. You can be hold yourself accountable. You can make sure that if you do veer off a little bit from what you intended, you can course correct. 
So I just offer that up to you. It's something that a practice that I do every month is something that you could easily do. It doesn't have to be big and bodacious and, you know, a lot of rules and regulations. It's literally just sitting down with yourself for 15 minutes and asking yourself those questions. Now that we've got that out of the way, let's dive into today's topic. Now, today's topic is actually a personal favorite of mine. We're going to be talking about personal leadership brand. I've talked about leadership brand before on the podcast, specifically in episode two, which was how to get your next leadership promotion and episode 13, which was what's your unique unique value proposition. But in those two episodes, I did not do a deep dive on leadership brand. And it's so important that it deserves its own solo episode which is what we're gonna be talking about today. Now, usually when I bring up this topic, many people have heard of the phrase personal brand and they've heard of the phrase a business brand, but they've never necessarily heard of or maybe they heard of it but don't really understand what a personal leadership brand is. And as a woman leader who is looking to get to the executive level or into senior leadership and senior management, This is definitely something you need to not only know, but you need to be strategically doing on a day-to-day basis. Okay, so let's break down what a personal leadership brand is. Now, you've likely seen the term personal brand all over social media. Maybe even people talk, you've heard people talking about it at work, but a personal brand, it reflects your priorities. It reflects the values you stand for. It reflects the promises you consistently deliver on and how you go about delivering on them. But at work, your leadership brand is how your personal brand plays out in the process of leading others. In other words, it's how you interact with others to produce results in your work environment. Now, a common question that I get is, well, what's the difference between a personal leadership brand and a reputation? And that's an excellent question. And there is a difference. It's a nuanced difference, but it's a significant one. When you think about someone's reputation, it is primarily based on the things that they've done in the past, who they've been in the past, and thus the concept that people have of them based on their past behaviors, past things that they've said, Um, past things that they've done and or accomplished. A personal leadership brand is more about aspirations and more forward-facing, future-facing. So it's not only about who you are today, but also who you want to be and who you want to become. And so when you think about your personal leadership brand, it's the story you tell about yourself, the things that you excel at, the value you bring to the table, And yes, even us introverts, even people like us, we need a brand. And some would argue, I would argue, that we need a brand probably more so than our extroverted counterparts because your brand speaks for you on your behalf either when you are not able to or you don't want to. And you and I know that there are many times when we are in the workplace where it requires too much energy to be upfront, right? To be always speaking, to be always on. 
And when you have a strong personal leadership brand, that brand can represent you and speak on your behalf, even when you are not there and you are not able or you simply don't have the energy. Another important thing to remember about having a personal brand is that it's not about becoming someone you're not. It's more so about identifying and leveraging your strengths and putting those things forward in a way that feels comfortable and in a way that feels authentic to you. Okay, so that's what a personal leadership brand is. The next question I usually get is, all right, well then how do I get one of those, right? And I like to talk about it as building a authentic leadership brand. And I use that word building deliberately because it is something that takes time. It is something that requires work and it is something that needs to be intentional. Well, let me rephrase that because actually you can establish a leadership brand two ways. You can let your leadership brand evolve on its own or you can proactively build a leadership brand. I've probably already let the cat out of the bag in terms of which of the two I prefer and which of the two I advise my clients and women leaders to do. But if that's not clear, let me spell it out. When you allow your personal leadership brand to evolve on its own, you also lose control of the narrative about you in your work environment, which means that other people's opinions or when there isn't a controlled narrative, other people are able to throw their thoughts and their uh, desires uh, and their interactions with you or their experiences on the table. And that all gets meld into what is known about you in your work environment, right? It all kind of gets mushed up together. And because you and I know what happens when there is a lack of information that is available, people fill in their own context. They fill in their own gaps. And usually it's not accurate, right? There is a lot of assumptions that go into that, a lot of misinformation, and it's not always putting the person in the best of lights. On the flip side, when you are in control of that information, when you are in control of the narrative, and when you have a vision of what you want to be, how you want to show up, your behaviors automatically align with that because you're always thinking about, this is who I want people to see me as. Right? If you want to be seen as confident, if you want to be seen as smart, if you want to be seen as someone who gets the job done, if you want that to be your leadership brand, then when those things are top of mind for you, you ensure that your actions, your words, and how people see you and view you align with those things, those characteristics. So part of the work that I do with my clients is building an authentic leadership brand. I do this with my one-on-one clients and I also do it with my clients that are inside the On Her Rise group and mentorship program. It is so, so important. And one of the reasons why it is important is because it is a true differentiator. 
And because your personal leadership brand is unique and it's about you and who you are at your core, no one else can replicate that. So when it comes time to looking to take your career to the next level or get into the senior leadership role or get promoted to the executive level, there's one thing about qualifications, right? Your degree, your certifications. There's another thing about uh, your experiences, where you've worked, what you've done, what you've been able to accomplish. But the thing that is that no one can copy, no one can duplicate, it's all about your brand. So when people kind of poo-poo and dismiss the importance of having a leadership brand, I know for a fact that that sometimes is the only thing that sets you apart from everybody else. Because other people can get a degree, other people can get a certification, other people can work in similar companies that you've worked in and hold similar roles that you've held. But what they can't duplicate is who you are. And you best believe, nobody talks about this, but you better believe that when those limited senior leader and executive roles, positions, and seats become available, part of the discussion to determine who gets those seats includes who you are. It includes your personal leadership brand, which makes it all the more important for you to deliberately build your leadership brand. So we've obviously talked about how having a personal leadership brand can benefit you, particularly when you want to move up in your career. The other way a personal leadership brand can benefit you is in the role that you have today. What I mean by that is the truth is with the limited resources that you may have in your company, the inability to kind of get things done without having to work and interact with other teams in the organization, you will undoubtedly come into situations where you need to get something from someone else to get it done. And when I mean someone else is not someone who directly reports to you, someone, a colleague, a peer in a different department who has no obligation to you other than being a colleague you will undoubtedly come across that a situation where you need them to do something for you in order for you to either meet your goal or deliver a project or something like that. And when times are tight and resources are tight and money is tight and people just don't wanna do anything anymore or give anything extra, it is your leadership brand that will have others stepping up on your behalf to get things accomplished. You do that every day with your team members, right? They work for the organization, yes, but truly, and I think you and I know, they deliver for you as their leader. Similarly, when you have colleagues across the organization who you need to partner with and get things done, they're going to choose to do it for you because of your brand because they like who you are. They like who you show them you are, right? And so it's not, your leadership brand obviously can deliver for you as you move up in the organization and you look for future opportunities, but it also delivers for you on a day-to-day basis because the people around you are attracted to your leadership brand and they will go above and beyond for you 
because of your leadership brand. My final comment on this before we wrap up is that it's not just about building a authentic and strong leadership brand. It's also a responsibility of yours to maintain that authentic and strong leadership brand. And I'm smiling as I say that because I have seen so many female introverted leaders work at establishing their leadership brand and then assume that because they are quiet and because they avoid the spotlight that their brand will just stay as it is, right? And that they can lean on the laurels of their brand. And the truth of the matter is that maintaining your brand, particularly if you want a strong one and that's gonna work on your behalf so that you don't have to constantly be out front and working and trying to stay in the, in the limelight, you have to constantly feed your brand, right? Because every experience that you have within your organization, uh, every project that you complete, uh, every uh, encounter that you have, people are taking you in. They are, in, they are engaging with you. And that all feeds into the overall picture that people have of you, right? It only, just imagine, for example, that you had a bad encounter with one person and you know it was very antagonistic. And then with another person, you had a great encounter and they think that you are the bee's knees. When those two people talk to each other, they are going to have very different experiences of you. And they're going to start to question, well, who, which one was the real you? Was it the person who was antagonistic or was it the person who was super collaborative? And then they, those two people go and talk to two more people. And whatever the most dominant experience of you is, the most, that will be the ongoing perception of you. You get to shape it. This is what I mean by you get to shape how others receive you and experience you and perceive you. Because your behaviors over time, you can think about it like a tumbleweed. Every circle that you make, every touch point that you have feeds the leadership brand tumbleweed. And if most of those things are negative, then that will be your brand. If most of those things are positive, then that will be your brand. You get to shape, however, whether it's positive or negative and what the components of those are, what you actually pick up as the tumbleweed continues to roll through the desert, right? Are you picking up that you are a good speaker? Are you picking up that you are a great team player? Are you picking up that you deliver on time and on budget with your projects? Are you picking up that you are willing to go the extra mile for your colleagues? Or are you picking up a bunch of negative things? You get to decide and then that influences everybody else in terms of how they see you, how they receive you. That in turn, becomes part of your narrative. And that in turn becomes one of several factors and usually the chief differentiating factor that helps you move up 
in your career, within your organization, without having to leave and go start someplace new. I hope you found today's episode helpful. And as always, if you have questions or comments, please feel free to send me a DM on LinkedIn. If you got value out of today's episode, I would appreciate you helping me get it into the hands of more female introverted leaders out there by rating the podcast five stars at ratethispodcast.com forward slash leading her way. Again, that's ratethispodcast.com forward slash leading her way. See you next week, leaders. Hey, lady leader. The date for my free masterclass is fast approaching. On February 22nd, I'll be sharing everything it took me over 15 years to figure out. I tried to become a senior leader many times and failed because I was focused on the wrong things. But once I learned these secrets, I was able to not only get into the executive level four different times, but also excel in those roles as well. You can too. Use the link in the show notes to sign up and find out how.